Bitcoin. Good morning, Bitcoiners. It's August 29th, 2017, and this is Bitcoin and Markets. Okay, um, man, there's... It seems like a lot's going on in Bitcoin, but there, in my opinion, there's not a ton happening. Um, it's all a bunch of infighting and drama, which is good for Bitcoin. You want infighting, you want passion, right? Men enjoy passionate debate. There's gridlock, which is good. Gridlock is good for Bitcoin because it makes it harder to change. And that makes it a better store of value. Bitcoin is a better store of value today than yesterday, Okay. Um, anyway, uh, to me, the, the biggest drama that's happening in the world is this dang dollar keeps dropping. So I'll touch on that. I touch on B2X. I touch on Bcash. I touch on all sorts of stuff, but let's get right into a market update. So let me pull up the chart. Bitstamp is pushing a little bit here. 43.77, three month quarterlies, 43.64. So only a $10 discount. And that is coming up. It was down to about a $30 discount. And I like that. I watched that spread there. Um, when we have a discount, the price seems to push higher. And then when we get, you know, huge premium, like $100 premium, we have a little pullback. It's almost like clockwork right now. Um, okay. I think my last episode, I talked about that there was a ton, there's just a ton of demand down under $4,000. And, um, so I was watching the price. Let's see what day was that? The 22nd. And it did, it did dip down in, into the three thousands. It got all the way down to 3,600 for a brief period of time, a couple hours, and it got bought right back up. And that's what I was saying. Every time it dipped down in to like, I was seeing 3,900. Every time it dipped in 3,900, it was getting bought up. But this had, did have a, a pretty good sell off down to 3,600 and back up. Dude, it, there's so much demand. It's so freaking strong. I don't see how, I mean, short of like some existential crisis, um, there just isn't any slack in the market right now. And it's just going to continue to get bid up, in my opinion. We should see all-time highs. We almost saw all-time highs the other day. We probably will see all-time highs here soon. And just Bitcoin goes up in value. That's all you can say. It goes up in value. It's going to keep going up. We had a change in like, fundamentally how bitcoin works uh, over the last couple years or at least how this price is progressing so before like say the mount gox thing we saw these huge exponential blow off tops and consolidation kind of like altcoins but we've seen this altcoin or this uh, speculative mania go into the altcoins and kind of leave bitcoin um just there to steadily climb and I'm, I've been talking about this 2x every six months, okay? And I, I think that's going to happen. It could be 3x. I don't know. Um, I do expect it just to continue to climb steadily. If we have a big speculative inflow of money, like from investments, uh, uh, investment banks, hedge funds, um, all these other things, we could see a little micro blow off top. But um, there's the market is just so much more mature now. That I think that it's going to be able to handle a lot, a lot more money coming in, and Bitcoin is the underlying thing of all of this crypto stuff. Okay, market cap for Bitcoin seventy two billion. Uh, global market cap, that's all coins included, it's one hundred sixty one billion dollars. That makes a maximalist price of Bitcoin maximalist price of ninety seven sixty four, almost ten thousand dollars. 
And I think that's awesome. I think the price of Bitcoin could get to about $10,000 by Q1 of next year. I think that's that's a good goal. Mempool is at 11 megabytes, nothing to report really there. It Well, it did spike, and we saw a spam attack. When BCH was a little bit more valuable to mine, we also saw a, a corresponding spam attack. Um, but right now, it's they're running out of money, in my opinion. So the, the spam attack has lessened, and 11 megabytes is means you know your transactions go through with a nominal fee, no problem. Just keep on keeping on. Local Bitcoin's volume over the last 24 hours, $7 million. That is good. I've seen a pickup in that. And that tells me that there is um, the demand on the street is picking up again for Bitcoin. Okay. This Bcash drama is over basically. And the demand for Bitcoin is picking up again on the street. I wish there was better numbers for the big dollar OTC. If you guys know any anything where I can get that information, please let me know because um, I would love to take a look at that. Okay, so that's all my numbers. Well, difficulty, we could talk about Bitcoin difficulty. It looks like it's going to go down a little bit. And this has to do with Bcash. So let me jump into the Bcash stuff. Bcash is a shit show. And it's kind of funny to watch. I mean, these oscillations we've had um, where it was more profitable to mine. And so a bunch of miners jumped over there and adjusted the difficulty up so it was less profitable to mine then the this emergency difficulty adjustment dropped the difficulty so then it was profitable mine again back and forth but we've seen diminishing returns and we're, we're going to see diminishing returns on each oscillation and each fork attempt i mean in general in bitcoin we're going to see uh de- diminishing returns as well but <laughs> it was funny because on this last one it, it, emergency adjusted down or yeah, emergency adjusted down, but it was still less profitable to mine. And it's all about the price ratio. So Bitcoin is near all-time highs, and Bcash is dropping into the 500s. So when that happened, I, I saw this and I was like, uh-oh, there, somebody's going to dump, try to dump Bitcoin to make Bitcoin less profitable to mine by the calculations, right? And that's what we saw. I think that's where when we dropped down to, uh, well, it, that wasn't the 3600 dump. That was the dump just... A couple days ago down to 4170 i think that was somebody trying to dump to make to make these profitability calculators with bcash work out um but it's not it's not working for them it's very expensive to keep bcash alive at this point and they're just burning through money and it just makes me so happy to think of these people wasting money on bcash to support the price people are mining bcash why would you be mining bcash when uh the profitability is so low you are wasting money you're burning through your money and that's why we've seen the spam attacks get less because spam attacks cost money too so these guys are just burning through their money and it makes me so happy um and this also makes bitcoin difficulty go down we saw that difficulty go down three percent it'll probably go down another three maybe four percent at the next adjustment but uh you know, nothing is going wrong with Bitcoin. This is just some hostile miners, okay, wasting their money. Good. Jihan famously said, oh, I have $100 million to burn through to support this. I hope you burn through it all, buddy. I hope you waste it all. And I hope Roger Ver sells all his Bitcoins to support this Bcash price. I hope so. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, other things about Bitcoin, other stories here. Um, B2X is dead. This is the Segwit 2X stuff, the fork in November. It's dead. Jeff Garzik, the lead developer on it. Um, he's getting increasingly insane on, on Twitter if you follow him. Uh, it's just crazy. There's only a very small percentage of people actually wanting 2X or actually that are supporting it, a very small minority. And a lot of those are just doing it because they have to. They signed this. They feel like, you know, we have to uphold our word and stuff, but they're looking for an out. Even Barry Silbert, I think, is looking for an out to get out of this debacle. Um, it's only a matter of time before these companies pull out. So don't worry about this. The, the, the 2X hard fork is dead. It's not going to happen. If they do add um, replay protection, then we might have a replay of this Bcash thing. But um, it, it like I said, it's going to be diminishing returns. So instead of being able to plus up your Bitcoin holdings by 10%, it might be 5%. And it might not even be worth it because it will crash so quickly. Because there isn't a big um, investor left to buy this and support it. So there is that. All right, let's. Um, there, there's a couple websites here that I want to talk about. One is um, a new one where you can see a nice, colorful chart of the SegWit transactions, the percent of transactions that are SegWit. Um, SegWit's going well. We see blocks over one megabyte. And uh, so it, it destroys their narrative on multiple fronts. SegWit is a block size increase, okay? Their narrative, this, this hostile narrative, this big block narrative that turned out to have no freaking supporters. Look at the amount of transactions on Bcash. It is hilariously low. This was all manufactured. And it's, it remains as manufactured. No business wants to use Bcash, period. Speculators want to use Bcash because they want to speculate. That's it. But no business is going to build on Bcash. Yours says they're going to build on Bcash, which is hilarious. <laughs> they will never release anything. God dang it, man. Okay, and then obviously fork.lol. That has a lot of good information, so um, visit that multiple times. They, they have a uh, donation address at the bottom of their site. So um, if, you, if you like what fork.lol is doing, uh, throw them a few. Uh, throw them a, buy them lunch, basically. Okay. Many this, These corporate types that we see uh, as part of this Segwit2x, they're moving to Ethereum. I've seen several things now about these guys moving over to Ethereum. I think it's more a much more natural home for them. Ethereum is much more centralized. Um, and <laughs> probably more welcoming for them, and that's great. Go over there. I can't wait till these smart contracts blow up in your face. <laughs> I have a full-length episode I've been working on for a couple nights now. It's it's really fun where I go through and um, listen to other people's content and comment on it myself. Um, that that should be coming out soon, so watch for that. And this I talk about a lot about smart contracts and things. Okay, uh, Bitcoin Core zero point one five is coming. There's going to be lots of new features. It's not released yet, but it will be released shortly, I think. And um, take you know, upgrade, take advantage of all the new features uh, around SegWit. You know, there's going to be a lot of usability increase there and also a defense against B2X. You know, 0.15 is going to be banning their nodes, which is beautiful. You want to take on Bitcoin? Okay, we'll take on Bitcoin. We'll see what you're worth because guess what? <laughs> Core has the developers, hundreds of developers. Go to Bitcoin.team, another new website. 
hundreds of developers, hundreds of contributors, thousands of contributors. Um, th that's where the developers are. And if you want to fight Bitcoin, be my guest. You're going to get destroyed. So everyone, I recommend upgrading to 0.15 when it comes out. That should be out shortly. Bitcoin. All right, that's all I have for Bitcoin. Let's talk about some traditional markets. Gold had a nice breakout, 1321 right now. Uh, they broke above 1300, and it seemed to be pretty solid yesterday above 1300. And hey, that's great. The dollar is diving. DXY, 9173 after hours or trading right now. Um, so, of course, the relative dollar strength is diving, so the gold price is, is going to go up. I'm still short-term bullish on gold generationally bearish though i think we could see a really nice break out in gold like i'm talking hundreds of dollars up in the next couple months by the end of the year maybe and you know gold is looking good dxy like i said 91.73 the dollar that's to me the biggest story is the dollar and i'm going to go into that here a little bit um s p 500 is down slightly 24.23 it's it's trying to stick around the S&P 500 is trying to hold, but the path of least resistance is down for the stock market, I believe. Okay, um, to me, this is the biggest story that I've been following is this dollar story and this geopolitical fight that's happening. I, I don't really listen to a lot of this domestic news that's happening in the United States, even though there's a lot going on, because to me, it's just a, it's just a propaganda war. It's just a cover-up to this this massive shift that's happening geopolitically where the dollar is losing dominance and the the u.s economy the u.s geopolitically is losing dominance uh, to china basically but china and russia um we're seeing the stock market roll over showing weakness and um in the near term we could see a fake out rally as they try to pump up the market but um there's major overhead resistance from a narrative perspective Okay. And remember, the Fed is the market. They're the only game in town. And a lot of times the Fed can't fight what's happening. Even by their doctored numbers, it's showing bad, uh, bad economy, bad numbers. So, uh, you know, they're, the, the confidence in, in the economy as a whole is, is going to, to roll over here. And if we see bonds and stocks going down at the same time, I mean, um, Okay, so modern like investment theory is based on bonds and stocks being inverse of each other. If the value of bonds goes down, um, stocks should go up. If the value of stock, if the value of bonds goes up, your stock should go down. But what if they both fall at the same time? Then we see like portfolio mass liquidations of portfolios, massive. We're talking financial crisis stuff here. So I think I see that coming. That's a possibility here. In the next 12 months, we could really see this because just the the problems with the dollar. We have all these sanctions that we're putting on. We're starting a trade war. We put sanctions on Russia. We put we added Chinese companies to this. We're putting sanctions on people left and right. China and Russia are pissed about it. Uh, and a full-on trade war could be happening here. And the U.S. will be left out to dry over certain things. Like the, Russia is very self-sufficient. China has the rest of the world. What do they need the U.S. for? Export market? They've diversified. China only has, like, the U.S. is only 20% or so of the Chinese exports. They, they, they've done a great job diversifying away, and they, they can slowly back off of the exports to the U.S. And the U.S. is going to be left out to dry.
Um, also, China has a monopoly on rare earth metals, a lot of them, cobalt, lithium, things of that nature. Russia has a monopoly on your refined uranium, from what I understand. So a lot of these things that the U.S. would absolutely need, they might not be able to get because we will be shut out. Uh, if we lose Germany, too, Germany hates these sanctions on, on Russia, and they'll probably just ignore them. And some people like Tom Vey says that Europe is, is a failed experiment. I think Europe... It, they're showing some massive uh, growth right now. Like um, Sweden, here's an example. Sweden, they just posted a, a GDP increase of 4%, which is uh, like a five sigma event. And other that we're going to get lots of numbers out of Europe where we're seeing massive growth, especially in Northern Europe. Southern Europe is is going to be hurt, but the, there is a lot of growth happening in Europe, mainly in the Germanic countries, uh, Germany, the Scandinavia, things like that things like that. So be watching out um, for all of these people to turn their backs basically on the dollar. If the U.S. gets cut, cut off from the world, who wants these dollars? How can you be the world reserve currency when no one wants to trade with you? Well, the petrodollar? No, because this Aramco stuff from Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia is going Chinese way too. So instead of building these ghost cities over the last year, or two or three, whatever, uh, China has been building infrastructure. This one belt, one road. They're building a lot of this stuff all around uh, Eurasia. They're building in Africa. Here's an example. The U.S. goes and bombs Afghanistan. China comes in with mining companies, builds the economy. <laughs> and like, instead of the U.S. uses this broken window fallacy, right? Like we'll break the window so we can get the contract to rebuild it. But what that does is it it consolidates wealth, it redistributes wealth, it destroys wealth, and then it then it uh, redistributes it up the chain. Where China's coming in and they're building this infrastructure, which bolsters the economy, adds wealth into the economy of all of these countries all around Eurasia and Africa. So yeah, instead of building ghost cities, they're building this infrastructure. They have this excess capacity, and the the six seven percent growth in China is not a lie. They're, they're still they're still growing at that rate. They have Turkey's probably going to leave NATO, go towards uh, China. Uh, they have Iran, Syria, Russia. Germany's probably coming over. There's all sorts of stuff. The Philippines completely in, in uh, Chinese sphere of influence. Southeast Asia completely Chinese sphere of influence. Um, there hasn't been much of this South China Sea stuff because everybody's getting along with China. The dollar is losing, and it's going down dramatically. God, it just does not look good for the dollar. Demand for dollars is plummeting and Trump probably likes this because he thinks like, oh, look, the dollar is going to go down. So people are exports are going to be cheaper and people will buy US made shit, but not if there's a trade war. Okay. That then they just de-dollarize. The world de-dollarizes and the US loses badly. So the the best place to be is Bitcoin and gold and silver, uh, because as the dollar plummets, you know you want to at least retain your value. If the value of stocks and bonds goes down at the same time, it's going to be uh, pretty epic. Bitcoin. All right. Well, that's all I have, guys. So uh, be watching me on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Ansel Lindner and also BTC MRKTS as the show's Twitter. I do post some charts there stuff like that like i said i've been working on my next full-length episode and sorry that's taking so long but you know i'm trying to get this stuff out it's gonna be a fun one i hope 
support me on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and markets. Thank you for all my patrons. I love all of you. Thank you so much. See you soon. Thanks for listening.